Thank you for the time that you are investing watching this video from Victory Church. We hope that you will enjoy it. Hello, my friend. I am Gian, the founding pastor of Victory Church in Odessa, Texas. Very happy that you are investing time today studying with us this scripture. Today is our Bible study timeline, lesson number 71, April 16, 2019. And we are going to read the scripture in Genesis 35 from the verse 9 through the verse 29. The title of this lesson is The Blessings and the Struggles. And I'm going to read the scripture in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You can follow the reading as well here on the right side of the screen. When Jacob came back from Padamadan, God appeared to him again. God blessed Jacob and said to him, Your name is Jacob, but I will change that name. You will no longer be called Jacob. Your new name will be Israel. So God named him Israel. God said to him, I am God Almighty and I give you this blessing. Have many children and grow into a great nation. Other nations and other kings will come out of you. I gave Abraham and Isaac some special land. Now I give the land to you and to all your people who will live after you. Then. God left that place. Jacob set up a memorial stone there. He made the rock holy by pouring wine and oil on it. This was a special place because God spoke to Jacob there, and Jacob named the place Bethel. Jacob and his group left Bethel. Before they came to Ephrath, Rachel began giving birth to her baby. She was having a lot of trouble with this birth. She was in great pain. When her nurse saw this, she said, Don't be afraid, Rachel. You are giving birth to another son. Rachel died while giving birth to the son. Before dying, she named the boy Benoni, but Jacob called him Benjamin. Rachel was buried on the road to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. Jacob put a special rock on Rachel's grave to honor her. That special rock is still there today. Then Israel continued his journey. He camped just south of Eder Tower. Israel stayed there for a short time. While he was there, Reuben slept with Israel's slave woman. Bignach. Israel heard about this and he was very angry. These are the names of Jacob's 12 sons. His firstborn was Reuben, whose mother was Leah. Jacob's other sons by Leah were Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun. His sons by Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. His sons by Bilhah, Rachel's maid, were Dan and Naphtali. His sons by, by Silpha, Leah's maid, were Gad and Asher. These were Jacob's sons, who were born in Padam Aran. 
Jacob went to his father Isaac at Mamre in Kriath Arba, Hebron. This is where Abraham and Isaac have lived. Isaac lived 180 years. Then Isaac became weak and died and went to be with his people. He had lived a long and full life. His sons, Esau and Jacob, buried him. All right. This is another portion of the scripture that has so many things to discuss. First thing that I want to discuss with you is this question. Can God appear to people today like he appeared to Jacob in those days? Some people may say no. Others, we believe yes. We know that the good Lord God Almighty who dwells in heaven here on earth is represented by his Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God moves around, around the world, goes where people are asking to have a relationship with God. So if you ask, can God appear today to people? The answer actually is yes, in the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the, the, the Spirit of God, moves all over the world, wherever people are longing to have a relationship with God, and they can experience that personal relationship with Him and speak with Him. I constantly hear the voice of the Holy Spirit in my heart. Sometimes He says to me, don't do that, don't say that. Sometimes He says to me, I want you to do this, and I want you to say this. It's a constant relationship that I have with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit. Constantly I feel His guidance. I can sense in my heart when He is telling me to go to visit somebody, to do something special for somebody else. And sometimes I can sense when He is telling me, no, you better don't go there. Can God appear to people today? Yes. In the person of the Holy Spirit, He shows up every day. As a matter of fact, right now the, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, is moving through this video, through this audio, talking to you to let you know that yes, He is the one who is inspiring you to do good things. That yes, He is the one who is convicting you to not do certain things. He appears to people today. Now, in this passage, we read that actually the Lord God changed the name of Jacob. But there is something that happened before that, immediately before that. You know what? He, he talked about the blessing. He says, God blessed Jacob. So what is the purpose of a blessing from God? And how those blessings work? Well, first of all, the blessings from God, they come through His Word. The Lord God speaks, and when He speaks, those words become reality. He said, light, and there was light. Life, and there was life. Through His words, things become a reality. That is the way that a blessing works. Now, you might receive a blessing from God, through His Word, His written Word, because He speaks to you and tells you that He is going to do something special in your life. He will give you something that you need, perhaps a miracle, 
something special, a provision, a door open for you, a divine connection with somebody, he can continue blessing people today because he is God, the same God forever. He blesses us. But what is the purpose of that blessing? The purpose of that blessing always is that we will acknowledge that everything that we have comes from him. So we can adore him. In fact, when the Lord changed the name of Jacob to Israel, you know, basically what the Lord was doing was changing his character because that is the objective of a change. You know, changing, stop doing wrong things, to do good things is, is a great thing, but that change must have an objective. The objective is that we are going to become more and more like him in order to reflect his character, in order to reflect his glory. He, the good Lord, loves to give blessings to people, to everyone. He wants to bless you. He wants to give you things. He wants to empower you with wonderful things. But the question is, if you are going to use that blessing to bring glory to Him, if you are going to acknowledge that that blessing came from God. And also, there is a, another important question here is, if you are open to receive a blessing from God. Maybe you are those one of those individuals that say, yeah, you know, I believe in God. I believe that God can do wonderful things for people, but not for me. Why is that? Why will you feel that God will not bless you? You know, the blessings from God are different from everyone. You know, the blessings that the Lord is giving me are not the blessings that necessarily you will receive, and vice versa. The blessings that the Lord is giving you are not necessarily the blessings that I will receive because He loves everyone in a different way and He blesses everyone the way that He wants because He is sovereign. He knows what He's doing with every and each one of us. Now, what happened here in this passage? After the blessing, you know what uh, is what Jacob did? He wanted to set up a memorial stone there. And he wanted to pour out wine and oil on it in order to declare that that rock was holy. Wine and oil. Those, by the way, are a symbol, like a figure of the Holy Spirit. The question here is, when you receive a blessing from God, are you willing to show respect and gratitude to the good Lord for those blessings? You know, many people are, want, are wanting to get things, to get blessings, to receive something special from God. But they already made the decision that once they get what they want, they will continue in doing other things. Like many people in this world today. People in this, in this world, they just want one more thing and one more thing and one more thing and you never hear, thank you. They don't show gratitude. They don't show appreciation. That's not right. The right thing to do after we receive a blessing is to show gratitude, to show respect to the person who blessed us. And when it's God, the good Lord, that is blessing you with life, with health, with a job, with many wonderful things, you should show respect and appreciation to the good Lord. And how you do that? Well, first of all, with your words. You say the prayers to give thanks to God. Second of all, you show your appreciation by changing, by showing that you are a different kind of person, a person that is godly, that respects God. And of course, if you do that, one of the things that you will do is to commit to a local church. 
and you will be part of that church and you will serve in different ways in that church because that's the way that we show respect and gratitude to our good Lord. Now, the next part of the scripture tells us the story about Rachel dying when she was giving birth to the last son of Jacob, Benjamin. And what is what he did? He says, he, the scripture declares that he decided to put a special rock on Rachel's grave to honor her. We know that there are some of our relatives and people that we love that are already gone. They are in heaven. But what about trying to honor them by doing some little things, probably, in the cemetery? Some people do not have a tombstone. We can do that for them. So others that they were cremated, we can have a beautiful picture of them with a, a special label somewhere. Anything that we can do in order to remember those, but more importantly, of course, is that we need to show through our behavior that we revere those people. So I remember this personal story. I was in the house of a family whose mother was about to die. And one of the sons came to the house and he was crying and he wanted to do everything that he could imagine to do uh, to, to please the mother, but she, she was dying. The father stopped him and said, son, stop. This is what I want you to do. First, I don't want you to go to the bathroom and try to do something for your mother because, you know, she's about to die. Let her be. But if you really want to honor your mother, what you need to do is to change the way that you live. You know what? That statement shook me. I was just in shock because honestly, this young man had a poor behavior and the father was right on the money by saying that. He said, change your behavior. If you want to honor your, your mother that is dying, or if you want to honor, in your case, if you want to want, if you want to honor your grandparents or somebody that you love that is already in heaven, the best way to do it is through your behavior. By being a, a person that respects the law, that you know, do good things for people, is involved in church, honors God. Yes. Now, after that, what happened here with Jacob, he decided to move on with his life, which is another important thing that we need to do when there is someone in the family that passes away and we are in mourning and we just say, well, we loved this individual, we still love him, we love him forever, but now it's time for us to move forward because that person is in heaven and is rejoicing in the presence of God. You know, my parents in 2015, which is almost four years ago, they went to the Lord. I miss them incredibly. I want to talk with him, with them constantly. But I am aware that they are with the Lord. They are in heaven. And sometimes I cry when I miss them very much. I'm honest with you. But it's not often. It's once in a while. Most of the time, I am rejoicing knowing that they are healthy, like the scripture declares. There is no tears or sorrow or pain or anything. They are happy in the presence of God. So I just remember them and I want to honor them through my life and everything I do. But I need to move forward and take care of myself and do what I have to do with my life. The next part of the scripture talks about Reuben doing something horrible. Uh, Bilhah, 
is the name of the, this woman. She was uh, like a concubine of Jacob. Imagine this, his firstborn son is sleeping with this woman. <laughs> you know, every chapter that we read, we just get more and more shocked with the stories that we read in the Bible. This is Jacob, this is Israel, the founder, you know, the third generation, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. The, the third generation from Jacob, which now is named Israel, the 12 tribes. And here is the first one sleeping with one of his women. I mean, to begin with, we, all, we already discussed that we cannot process the fact that the Lord allowed Jacob to have four women. But, you know, it's what happened. And the Lord allowed it and he took care of all these women. That's for sure. I'm not saying that justifies uh, <laughs> having many, many wives. I'm not saying that. But the point here is this, that the son of Jacob went to have sex with one of those women. That is horrendous. That is just horrible. Imagine that, the son of somebody going and trying to have sex with his father's woman. That, that's just wrong. There, there is here a, a big question, right? This is about betrayal. What about her? Was she forced? Or she agree on that? Or how that happened? We don't know. But we know that Reuben betrayed his father. So here is one question that I have for all of us. Is, is there any way that we can protect ourselves of, of betrayal? Well, you know, in fact, when it's about our spouses, I think that there are some ways that we can protect ourselves. We need to, first of all, make sure that their needs are satisfied. But besides that, I'm talking about communication and knowing where the spouse is. There, there are individuals that they work so hard that they go to the job and they forget about their spouse. They don't communicate with the spouse and they have no clue what the, the spouse is doing. And we know what happens in many occasions. They just start going out places and meet people and they start texting and calling and they meet and then one day, boom, there you go. Betrayal. Can we protect ourselves from betrayal? Well, somehow we can, but there is a point where we can't because the person who wants to betray the spouse or, or the father or, or whoever is going to do it. And what are you going to do about that? Well, you know, there are consequences for all those things. Now, in regards of yourself, you must be faithful and loyal to your parents, to your employers, to your spouse, to your children. You must be faithful and loyal. That is your main responsibility. And the second one is to talk with those individuals, employees, children, parents, spouse, about the importance of being loyal. That's what I have to say about it. Here, the rest of the chapter tells us about the names of those 12 tribes, tribes of Israel. They are listed there. And uh, finally, we found the, the, the past, the, the time where Isaac also went to heaven. And what happened here? Jacob and Esau worked together in the burial, which tells us that regardless of differences among siblings, they must work together.
to honor their parents. It is hard sometimes. It's very difficult. But if you are patient and you are tolerant and you can just forgive your siblings for the things that they say most of the time. It's not what they do. It's what they say that hurt. Most of the time is the, is the poor communication, their answers or their lack of answer. The way that they talk to you or to your spouse or to your children or the way that they say things to the rest of the people in regards of what you are trying to do or your parents, those are the things that offend us. But we are called to be forgiven. And that's what I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed the study. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out here in the bottom of the screen, the website, the email address and the phone number. Thank you for watching. I appreciate your time here with us. And time, friends. We appreciate so much your time invested with Victory Church in Odessa, Texas.